Hello there, and welcome back to Chiquita Nicole Speaks. My name is Chiquita Nicole Edwards, and this podcast is where I uplift and empower women to be the best versions of themselves by providing tips and tricks for them to use in their day-to-day lives. Today, we are going to discuss what is feeding your faith. And I have a special guest with me today who believes that there can be a definite struggle with feeding your faith if you are not careful. And she wants to let listeners know that feeding their faith in a healthy way can look like. Keisha Morgan is a native of Florida, Orlando, Florida to be exact, and she has a brand and her own podcast called Her Heels, where she forms a place for women to focus on their career choices and tell others about where they started and their journey to entrepreneurship. Let's all formally meet Miss Keisha Morgan. Absolutely awesome. I mean, it's only been raining for like five days straight. (laughs) And we only have like so much drama going on in the world. But other than that, I'm good. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I will have to say all caps indeed, because um, as you mentioned, I am a native to Florida. So off bat, I already know we're in our hurricane season. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then with all the interesting things that's going on, like you said, um, feeding our faith is what we need to focus more on. Yes. Yes. I can absolutely agree with you. Um, and it, especially in this time, you know, I did a podcast episode last week where, you know, I had to let, you know, we had to talk about the elephant that was in the room you know Mm -hmm. and um it's just one of those things where it's it's a sad reality it's a harsh reality but it's it's one that is existing and I know you can relate to this that without faith is close to impossible to overcome it's insanity Yeah. yeah yeah so what do you have to say on those things yeah so um you know listeners might have also heard starving your fear and feeding your faith which um as we just mentioned in these trying times instead of um you know focusing on the media and all the true unfortunately but exaggeration behind what's going on um we still have to feed into our faith and feeding into my faith for me what that means is I'm a believer so I do believe in God and I do believe in his son Jesus Christ so to me um you know feeding my faith is focusing my mind um everything my mind my body my soul absolutely on him which is uh you know Jesus Christ our savior and so um feeding your faith looks like this so um I have a scripture that I quoted. Do share, do share, do share. Yes, it's in John uh, chapter, it's John 14, 26. And it says, uh, Jesus says, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Um, So what this means is God has supplied the very person that will feed us. The Holy Spirit is willing to teach us. We just have to be willing to be taught by him. So in these times, um, yeah, it's scary and we want to keep aware of what's going on. But after reading and uh, listening to the news, all the negativity, why not turn that, turn your nose and your mind, your heart, your soul into like, for me, it's the Bible. Um, you know, just, you know, uh, there are comforting chapters I like to read mm-hmm. in the Bible or just verses that I like to read. And I can, I agree. I think, you know, when you read through those verses, it is a way of the Holy Spirit reminding me of what's been promised if I just keep having faith. Right. So to me, that's what, uh, you know, feeding my faith is versus 
um, when you're starving your fear, meaning after acknowledging the more drama that's going on and you just turn the other cheek to the Holy Spirit, you know, Jesus Christ, our savior, you kind of forget about what's going on and you're able to still focus on those dreams you might have. Um, you're just able to still be hopeful for the future. Right. Cause right. you know, if we kept feeding our fear, then, you know, you and I wouldn't be here. Exactly. Girl, don't <laughs> I know so, it. <laughs> right. So, you know, those are just examples of what, you know, feeding, what feeding your faith is. Um, yeah, that's, I have awesome. A- that's awesome because I, you know, when you spoke about we wouldn't be where we are today, I definitely agree with that because, you know, I was on an episode of your podcast once before and, you know, I was talking, you, you asked me like, how, how did you get the courage to write a book and how did you get the courage to, you know, do what you're doing with fitness and helping other people? And I, and I said, I used to be extremely shy. Like I was so afraid to do anything because I, I, I had that fear of if I would be good enough, if, if I would be accepted, if people would gravitate towards me. And a lot of times we have these, you know, these things that we deal with when we're younger that kind of shape our minds to kind of be afraid. And if we are constantly heard negative things or told negative things and, um, we we grow up to believe those things and I and although I was very shy and very fearful it was just a switch in my mind that I was like you know what I'm scared but in order for me to prosper like I think for me what it was is watching other people who are afraid and 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 acting off of that fear versus the faith aspect of it like they're acting on the fear like oh well I'm too scared to do this and I'm not gonna do it and then I watch how either they deteriorate or they don't become anything or they their motivation is lacking and they don't go as far as they potentially could have had they overcome that fear or did not allow that fear to set in and so just me being the observant person that I am and and watching people like I'm a people watcher and I'm a uh, personality watcher and a pattern watcher so if I see if I pay attention to patterns and I see how if you do x and it gets you to y and y isn't really a good result I'm probably not gonna do that I'm gonna do something different so although I'm 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 very much an introvert, which a lot of people find hard to believe. I don't know why, but they do. And I understand you. Yeah. Like I, I, I call myself a contained extrovert. Yeah. And I, I don't even <laughs> consider myself an extrovert at all. Like I am good at mingling. I'm I'm good at coping with being around people, but like I get anxiety when I'm around a lot of people like Mm -hmm. crowds like I've never been to a concert I would like to go to one but it's just that when it's that many people I cringe you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. going to the grocery store for me like I'm in and out like I'm racing to get in and out like I can't (laughs) be in there for too long so um there's a lot of fear overcoming that I've had to do just to kind of enjoy life because mm-hmm. I could easily just sit in my house and be bored all day right. and not do anything because you know my dad I'm a lot like my dad my dad is an introvert and he has mm-hmm. no problem staying home all day if he's not working of course because he is he mm-hmm. does work um and he works hard he works a lot of hours but whenever he's off I don't see him going out hang you know doing fun things like most of the time he's home on his tablet watching tv watching the news watching politics and that's what he does and and for me although it's very easy for me to be that way I know that I want so much more out of life I want so much more for myself and I know in order to get there I have to make myself uncomfortable and get comfortable with being uncomfortable because a lot of things like this podcast and this youtube channel and everything that i'm yeah. doing um yeah i had to step out of my comfort zone to do that right. you know mm-hmm. and that just goes along the line of not allowing your fear to control you correct yeah and it's very easy to do yeah it, it's why is it so easy for us to worry 
Well, I think I think the reason that it's so easy for people to worry is because a lot of people are comfortable with being where they are. And if they are if if they know that it's going to take an extra step of uncomfortability for them to do something different and they're comfortable where they are, it's easy for them to just be like, "Eh, I'm yeah. just I'm comfortable over here, so I, I don't I don't really know what's on the other side of the fence, and mm-hmm. I know what's over here." then I'm just going to stay over here. And that, that falls under like complacency as well. And I'm a firm believer that you really can't grow being comfortable. No, it's very true. Um, I heard a quote. I It's not really a quote, but someone told me, he said to get used to being uncomfortable. He said, stay, he told me to stay uncomfortable in everything that I do. Yes. Um, he's passed away now, rest his soul. But he said, just stay uncomfortable in everything that you do. Yeah. And he's funny because, like, he and his wife, they were married for, like, I think he said 30-something years. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm still uncomfortable with my wife. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, what? I'm like, you guys have been together. And I remember this very day we were in the gym. And uh, he was like, yeah. Because he used to be, like, my trainer. And um, he was like, yeah, I'm still uncomfortable with my wife. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, just stay uncomfortable forever and that's the thing you're always learning your spouse too because just like you're forever evolving if you're involved with someone else they're forever evolving and so you're not gonna be if you get comfortable that means you're you've become complacent because when you're in a relationship whether you're married dating you're a mother father whatever you're constantly gonna be trying to learn that person I mean kids go through phases I have two of them so you have infancy and then you have toddler and then you have school age and then you have teenage and then you have young adult and all of those are different phases that those kids go through and they all have different behaviors in each phase so you're not going to be comfortable as a parent (laughs) because you're always going to be trying to learn your child and then when they become teenagers they're extra secretive because they don't want to tell you anything because they feel like you're all in their business so you, like, again, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, wow. So if it's that way with a child and it's that way with an infant and a teenager mm-hmm. who belongs, who came from you, of yep. course it's going to be like that with a spouse or a boyfriend or whatever because you're, as you age, you evolve, yeah. you know? And, you're, and if you are truly in that relationship, you're going to have to learn that person and it's not always a comfortable thing you're going to need to talk about things that are not comfortable you're going to need to set boundaries that may not be comfortable to set but they Mm -hmm. need to be set so I mean I talk a lot about boundaries and I'm a big believer of boundaries I think all the things we're mentioning is a form of feeding your faith yes it it really is it really is and you have your faith staying positive yeah and you have to like a lot of that worry and fear comes from the unknown because mm-hmm. none of us are psychics. None of us know what's going to happen from second to minute to hour to day to week to month to year. Mm-hmm. No, none of us know. And because we don't know, we don't know how an action we take is going to take effect. Right. And that's a lot of time where that fear is setting. It's like, oh man, okay, if I say this, we have in our mind what may happen or may not happen, but we mm-hmm. don't know which one it's going to be. And that's where that right. fear comes from. If I go audition for this part, either I'm going to get it or I'm not going to get it. But we don't know which one it's going to be. And the only way to really and truly overcome that fear is to just get out there and try it. And right. just, I mean, I have a fear of speaking in large crowds, but people don't know that because... Mm-hmm. I go in there with a mindset, okay, I'm scared, my hands are shaking, but I'm just going to put on my best effort and Mm -hmm. pray that they like it. And if they don't, I'll just work on getting better next time. Like, if Mm -hmm. you always have a plan of how you're going to execute or improve better, if that's something that you want to do, then you will be fine. Because a lot of people, I've heard no so many times, but Mm -hmm. I didn't let that stop me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there have been... I remember when I was in sixth grade, and I tried out for the basketball team. 
and I was extremely shy. I was afraid. Um, I, I played really good, I thought. You know, I, I played with boys and stuff like that, and I was just really afraid. I didn't know if I would make the team. And I remember when my coach picked the team, and I didn't see my name on the list, and I immediately shut down, and I was like, oh my gosh, did I not make the team? I thought I made the team. My coach told me that I was good. And um, I almost didn't go to practice. But I was like, I brought my clothes. I'm going to go. And worst case scenario, he'll tell me, I'm sorry, you know, you didn't make it. You got to go home. But I'm going to go. And I yeah. went. And my coach told me that he made a tight, he made a mistake, that he meant to put my name on there. And he made a mistake. So yeah. imagine if I didn't go because I was fearful. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. I didn't make the team. You know, I would have never gotten to hear that from my coach that yeah you made the team I just made a mistake on the on the sheet or whatever Mm -hmm. I'm sorry forgive me for that because it's a lot of emotions that goes into really wanting something and then seeing that you didn't make it so um you know that's just like one example but I could give a million of of things that you know you try when you get in a relationship that's a risk it really is (laughs) when you have when you give birth that's a risk yeah haven't done that yet, but based on my friends with, you know, children, um, they say the body naturally knows, but I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, the, it does. It's like each time that I was pregnant, I knew before I missed my cycle. Like I knew I was pregnant already because I just felt different. And I yeah. was just like, I don't know what this differentness is. I wasn't sick. I wasn't one of those like sick pregnant people but it just Mm -hmm. something wasn't right and I'm like something ain't right you know um so you definitely know but that's a risk in itself because there are women who lose their lives from childbirth so everything you do in life is a risk when you start a business that's a risk because you don't know Mm -hmm. if it's gonna prosper but how are you to know unless you try Right. You know, when you get into a relationship, when you have kids, when you become a parent, when you become a teacher, or when you go for a job interview, you don't know what the outcome of anything is going to be. Mm-hmm. You don't. If Very you true. really, If you really sit back and think, nobody knows the outcome of anything. You can study for weeks, for months, for an exam, and you mm-hmm. still can come out and not pass that exam. Just because you study for weeks and months doesn't mean you're going to pass. And with that example, they their fear mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah because um exactly that was a good example <laughs> yeah I mean but I'm just yeah. I'm saying like you just you just don't know the outcome so you might as well just react in fear everything I do a lot of things out of fear Mm-hmm. Because I know in order for me, like, I have very, very high goals for myself. I'm always mm-hmm. reaching for the stars. And I don't know if I'm going to reach all the goals I set, but I'm still going to set them. Shoot, I yeah. said I'm giving myself until 150 years old before I die. I don't know if I'm going to make it there, but shoot, <laughs> that's a goal. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to take the best steps that I can to make it there if nobody don't come take take me out of here before then. <laughs> just don't put no gun to my head or nothing like that but oh lord no <laughs> yeah don't do that but you're I'm, too sassy fit so i don't know you might be able to take him out <laughs> <laughs> so i mean you just you just never know and I, I i believe that um that is very important to feed your faith if you if you feel something deep down in your soul mm-hmm. that that is something that you want to accomplish and you have the strong faith that you can accomplish it tell yourself you're gonna accomplish it like I am big on words like I love proverbs and I love psalms when it comes to scriptures in the bible like I love everyday readings yes it's so uplifting Mm -hmm. it is so uplifting and words have so much power like I told I told my boyfriend today he was taking his um his final certification exam he took one earlier this year right before the pandemic and um that one was like a certification for him to get promoted or whatever in his field and I said to him I said let's pray I said you got this I said go I said you already passed I said just go on and get that paper and bring it home go get the paper and bring it home and guess what he did he brought the paper home he passed yes and today he took an even more um a tougher exam 
and this exam certification is equivalent to a bachelor's degree and he's been studying hard he was really nervous about it guess what i told him this morning you already passed go ahead and send me the text message because i'm going to a meeting go ahead and send me that text message that you passed and guess what when i was done with my meeting he said your prayers work boo i passed i said yes faith right and you know what i said i didn't say I think you're going to do good. You've been studying for a long time. I, I think you're going to do... I said, you already passed. Yes. I said a prayer and I believed mm-hmm. in it. And I yes. said, Lord, we believe that your will is possible and that he passed this test. And right. that he's going to remember whatever he yes. studied. Right. Words have power, girl. Yes, they do. Um, Hey, a great book such as the Bible says that all the time. Um. That's why I'm very careful with what I say because mm-hmm. the tongue has power. Yes, it really does. Mm-hmm. You can condemn yourself and you can bless yourself by the things that right. you say. Exactly. Yes. So um, all that, like you said, <laughs> is like feeding the faith. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if you wake up, like, what is that one thing a man thinketh? Shout, so, so is he. he. Yep. Whatever yeah. a man thinks, so is he. Right. Whatever you think so, of yourself is who you are. Right. So, or that's what you manifest yourself to be. Right. Right. Um, so, look, I think I'm Beyonce. I got a billion dollars in my bank account. Listen. <laughs> I, tell people, I tell people all the time. I was like, I'm 36 years old. I will be 40 in four more years, and I am going to be a billionaire. I said, y'all yes. laughing? Y'all laughing? But don't oh, laugh. Oh, fit for to be a billionaire. Listen, yes. don't laugh when them zeros come popping up in my bank account. <laughs> right. Yes. Because I am claiming it. I'm claiming. Yes. Pros- I've been claiming prosperity for years, and I'm gonna keep claiming it until I mm-hmm. receive it. Because I believe that I am worth that. And a lot of times, you know, when it comes down to character and someone's looks and things of that nature somebody can be the most beautiful person in the world and they could feel like the most ugliest person and I used to think that I was ugly like I did not have no self-esteem I used to walk around with my head hung low and people used when people used to compliment me and say oh my gosh you're so pretty I'd be like really and even now today I don't think I'm ugly but when people compliment me in certain ways I'm like wow thank you you know because it's whatever you believe yourself to be you behave in that manner right yeah and a lot of times even with men you will have a man mistreat a woman because he feels less than or he feels inferior rather than being a team player with the woman in his life and helping to elevate her because she in turn will elevate him because he feels low on himself he tries to bring her down to the way he feels Mm -hmm. you know and that's why it's important to have self-affirmations and build yourself up because Mm -hmm. if you wait for someone else to do it for you it's never going to be enough because everybody in this world is not going to compliment you and you're going to have people who are going to tell you down so you're going to need to believe within yourself that you are Mm -hmm. somebody yeah yeah and i believe that people are not going to only be referencing Beyonce they're going to be referencing Miss Sassy Fit because Miss Sassy Fit is on that level with Beyonce you know what I'm saying well I met her bank account I know that's right (laughs) I met her bank account um and I (laughs) hey I already I wrote me out a million dollar check yes I wrote it Mm -hmm. and I just have it in my um it's in a journal I have a manifestation journal Mm -hmm. that I had created Mm mm-hmm and so that million dollar check that I wrote, it's just sitting there because, um, oh, because, um, I, uh, I believe it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I can feel it. Yeah. You ever felt like you were, uh, meant for something great? Oh yeah. I feel it every day, yeah. girl, every day. That's, but that's a census from God Yeah. or whatever you believe the universe, that's a sense from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm sorry. Remember that situation I told you? She's coming in now. Should That's I fine. That's fine. Okay. But you know what else is funny, though? Um, You know, you're going to laugh when I say this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that, well, I've been saying 
that my billion dollars is in my bank account already. I just got to find the account number. Like I lost the account number. The money's there. I just got to find the account number. Once I can figure out, listen, once I figure out that account number, and I can withdraw it out of the ATM. It's the current bank account. It's the current bank account. You know, it's a lot of money, so the bank don't want to let it out yet. Yeah. It's it's there. It's there. It's It's there. It's the current bank account. It's the current bank account. And I'm like, God, I got to remember my PIN number so I can go to the ATM and withdraw it. But it's there. It's, yeah, you you know some you know there's a delay going on, yeah. so they don't they don't know they don't know that you need that money yet. Yeah, but it's there. It's there. It's there. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's within my reach. I just gotta you right. know figure out the pin number. They probably gonna make me reset it like five times and try to identify who I am. You know how mm-hmm. the banks do. It's the questions that yeah. you created a year ago with the bank. It's <laughs> there, right. sis. Trust me. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's in the current bank. Mm-hmm. So that's that's basically that's how I think because you know that's how people prosper. You know, people who have made it to becoming millionaires, billionaires and all they did they did something out of fear. Yeah. And all it took was one person to believe in them. That right. one special person to believe in them because I promise you my book that I wrote I have been telling everybody, it's going to be a movie. Tyler Perry, Oprah, somebody is going to get a hold of my book. Right. And we're going to make a movie on it. And people going to be watching it in the big screen in the movie theater. Not on Netflix. I mean, Netflix is good. But my movie is going to be on the big screen. And then it's going to go to Netflix. I was going to say, what about Lifetime? Lifetime to Hey, all of that. All of that whatever works but my (laughs) my my book is gonna be on the big screen Mm -hmm. so and I'm I'm speaking that because I feel it like anytime I see like a movie that because like I say I dream big all the time and I have these visions it's like I can see it I can feel it I can taste it Mm -hmm. it's just slightly out of my reach but I'm, I'm like almost there you know and when I see certain movies that are laid out in the way that my mind thinks my movie is supposed to be I'm like see that that right like there confirmation. yeah 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 so uh, it's just operating in faith is just believing in yourself it's that simple mm-hmm. it's really that simple and I, you know, I believe people need to make sure they're, um, you know, I guess a form of believing in self mm-hmm. is, uh, just good enough, but like, what are some things that are, that people are doing to, you know, to make sure that they're believing in self? Yeah. Like for me, like, you know, I, you said you read the book of Proverbs. I love um, Proverbs. Or, right, I do. I love it. It's like, even though the Bible has been like, it's been rewritten so many times, mm-hmm. and um, but it still relates to today. You know, reading the book of Proverbs is how I learned that God is humorous. I'm like, oh my God, this man is funny. But I don't even <laughs> think he's a man. He's an energy, right? He's an right. energy. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, oh, this energy is funny. Yeah, right. <laughs> because, you know, there are some things in there that it says. And I'm just like, did this thing just say inherit wind? <laughs> wind? I know, <laughs> like, right? Right. I'm like, what? And so, um, yeah, those are just things that I do. Like, I... You know, I, I read the book of Proverbs or I just, you know, like I said, I had certain uh, verses that I like to read um, because just what's going on today is so like uh, stressful and I don't say anything about it. I haven't made any posts about it. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that we lost another, you know, black man, but yes, um, it, it is, it is horrible. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, it's unfortunate we had to see it the way it was, the way it happened too. Yeah, that I could, I couldn't stomach it. I, I got, I got through like maybe three to five seconds, and I was just like, I can't, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very much an empath, and I can literally feel other people in where mm-hmm. they are, and I could feel, I felt like I was suffocating, and and the guy wasn't even on my neck. 
it just yeah. it's it just it may it just makes me sick to my stomach you know what i mean the fact that that we are treated the way we are treated you know you know i was in the military and um the way and one of the units i was in i was the only black female in my unit when i first got there so you can imagine the way that i was treated and i was labeled as the, the only fair skinned um black female at that right yeah. And then I was um, labeled the angry black woman because, heaven forbid, I talk with my hands. I have a problem. I want to fight. I'm mad. You know, <laughs> heaven forbid I show any type of, you know, as you can see right now, like, I have a lot. I'm very expressive when I talk, but that doesn't mean that I'm angry. And that doesn't mean that I want to fight you. Fasten those seatbelts because we will be right back. You know, if because my facial expressions are a certain way or if I'm quiet and I just act in silence that, oh, what is she, what is she thinking? Is she angry? What's wrong with her? Why does there have to be something wrong with me? Right. Why? And, you know, why do I have to be a target as the only black female and you know labeled as incompetent and I can't do this or that when you haven't even given me the opportunity to show you what I'm able to do and but you know what the way I operate is I work by action and not words I'm not going to waste my time trying to convince you in my words my worth you're going to see it because I'm just going to do what I do and unless you're blind you're going to see it and it's unfortunate that we have to work so hard and be held down from being elevated because of others feeling intimidated mm-hmm. by who we are because of how we look yeah it's so unfortunate there's yeah there's a lot i could say about that um say it girl say it <laughs> well i'm thinking I, I like i love how we went from like all this wraps into feeding faith and fear, you know? Yeah. I love how we just transitioned. Um, well, I was going to ask, like, um, I'm trying to make sure I say this right. There is no right. Just say it. <laughs> well, well, I'm thinking as a, as a, as a black culture. Right. How could we better, do you think we can change this? How could we help each other like you know everybody's protesting across the world right of course all right i don't even know if it's across the world maybe it is um i know like i have i call her my um sister in wales Mm -hmm. i know she's you know she did a black the uh, blackout tuesday Mm -hmm. um in support of what happened here Mm -hmm. um but i don't know how do you how could we help each other how could we how could blacks show more support because i've heard from some black i hear from a lot of blacks to be honest and it's sad um you and i we're supporting each other oh you know, yeah you've been on my podcast I, i'm on yours now right and um i've well you i'm a you gave me a sanctified autographed um book what? <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you <laughs> um yeah you remember you sent it out to me yeah i remember yeah um but I, I have also heard blacks say that black people don't support black people. And it hurts because I have seen it. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. And so I'm like, how can we better assist each other then? Right. Like, I I've think seen where... That's, hmm? that's, a very, that's a very valid question. I, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, it's fine. Um, I just... The money... Is, is how we're going to do... Because, okay, I've heard so many things, but I've witnessed this for myself. So if you look at the Asian culture, right? They support each other. They have restaurants, they have nail salons, and they all work together collectively. And they all pour into their community however way they can. Um, other other cultures, Spanish cultures to be specific, they, they are... I watch how supportive they are, how they look out for one another. Um... Like, when you watch certain movies, you'll see how um, the mobs, what culture is that? Yeah. Um, 
uh, Italian, so yeah, Italian. How don't how, want to sound like racist, but no, well, yeah, want. it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then you you just, I mean, you look at how how they come together, right? Mm-hmm. And how they support each other and stuff like that. And we as a black community, oftentimes, because we've been belittled and put down and all these things, a lot of times we build up animosities towards each other which doesn't make sense to me because i'm like this Mm -hmm. this is like all that stuff that happened to us in the past and is still happening is the reason why we should come together more you Mm -hmm. know it i mean if if you feel that your black brother or sister is not very professional in what they do or you feel like I can't work with them because, you know, that's why I can't support my people because they can't be on time. They can't be this. They can't be that. Help them. If you're one that are good at being timely and being professional, Mm -hmm. give them your expertise. Help them out. I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm mentoring someone right now. You know, it's not about how far up I can get over you. It's about coming together so that we all can rise to the top. Because I will say it all. I say it now and I'll say it forever. When I win, we win. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if we know that there's something that um, a black company has, like you, for instance, you have your podcast and you have people coming on there and you're, you're having, you know, your empowerment movement that you're doing. Why not support that? Why not bring people aboard? Me, I have my fitness coaching business, my virtual um, fitness classes and things like that. And I have my my handmade skincare products. Why not have some, have black people instead of going to Bath and Body Works or going to um, Victoria's Secret or wherever, why not buy from a black owner who has those products that's good for your skin? I mean the what is it the honey pot that makes yes. feminine products? It's yeah. owned by a black woman. She's a black woman. Yeah. Yes. Why not support that? The mom and pop restaurants that we like to eat at. Why not support them? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They and and we have um. There's one Dejen Eats. She's a vegan uh, restaurant, uh, Caribbean style food. I eat that all day because I love vegan food. You know. Yes. And there's there's so like you just you have to I feel like we need to put the extra work and the extra time in mm-hmm. to find out what our people are capable of doing and how we can support them and pour our money into our people. And it's nothing against any other culture whatsoever. Right. It's just that we don't support enough of our own. Break that. Uh, I don't know if it's a curse, but just break that stigma that yeah. I've heard of, you know, you know, I. I've seen people post it on social media and stuff where, oh, that's why I don't support my people. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I just, it's so, it's so disheartening to hear things like that. And then, like, even when we go out in public sometimes, I've witnessed, you know, some things and people be like, see, why why we got embarrassed, they embarrassing us by the way that they're behaving or whatever. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's just like just come together let's fix our mindset and that's where it starts it's a whole yeah the it's mind. a whole mindset that's what i meant to say in the very beginning but i forgot because okay. i didn't write it down it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um but i meant to say feeding your faith is like a mindset game it is um you know it's like do i want to be negative or do i want to be positive yes and so just me thinking of negative things is exhausting. Yeah. Right? So, when I think more positive, I'm happy. <laughs> exactly. And, I, you, and know, you, you know what's funny? I, <laughs> I'm very bubbly, and I've I've always been very bubbly. And, mm-hmm. um, like, that's just my personality. And, you know, when I was younger and, and I got picked on a lot, I kind of just, the bubbliness kind of faded because I was just on guard at that point yeah so I was I I was afraid to to show who I really was and now Mm -hmm. that I'm I have evolved into the person that I am today I feel like if you if I'm too much for you if my bubbliness is too much for you then you can go kick some rocks take your shoes off (laughs) 
find some little rocks and go kick them. That way you can keep <laughs> your sour face on because I'm not going to let no one dim my light because you right. want to be like sour face. And oh, you're not dimming your light for no one, right? Nobody. For what? Yes. I mean, just I because... I had to tell somebody that. I was like, bro, I'm not going to dim my light for you. Right. <laughs> that part. And the yes. thing of it is, is a lot of people have the misconception, at least for me. And I don't know. I think a lot of times it it's because of the way I look. And it's unfortunate. But a lot of times people have that misconception that because, one, I look the way I do. And two, I'm bubbly, that I'm dumb. I don't know much and that I'm unprofessional and that is unfortunate because when it comes to business I am very professional you can ask girl you a team sissy uh sassy fit I learned some things from you too thank you I'm like uh (laughs) right and so I just I just feel like um it's unfortunate that you can't have a happy spirit and you can't have a bubbly personality and look like this mm-hmm. and be taken seriously i always feel like i have to prove myself that much more because of how i look and my personality and mm-hmm. and it's not fair and it, and i dealt with that in the military because the first thing people do is they look at how i look and they're like oh she's gonna she's a ditzy girl or she's the blonde this that and the third and then when i start speaking they're like oh yeah very shocked yeah and i'm like why is it that at first glance you might see me smiling and being bubbly that's my personality that doesn't take away from the fact that I'm very professional I'm very intelligent I know my stuff and I will put you in your place if I need to yeah that part (laughs) I'm just saying yeah but it's just one of those things that you a lot of times we always have to find ourselves proving ourselves and at this point in my life I don't have nothing to prove to anybody but myself correct yeah yeah i was gonna say the older i've become um what was i gonna say i'm so sorry i've been having these little spells <laughs> girl don't you are not alone i have them a lot i'll get ready right. to do something like, i'm I like oh, believe this just happened yeah it just walked in and walked right out <laughs> <laughs> hey it just shows us that we're getting you know a little seasoned but that's okay you know it wiser to- <laughs> yeah um <laughs> <laughs> so what I was gonna say as I've become older, um, and you okay, you said um, not dimming our lights for other mm-hmm. others, and so yes, what that have taught me at um, thirty four, what that have taught me is um, like you're absolutely right, um, you know, staying away, starving that fear, and feeding your faith does require not worrying about like what others think mm-hmm. um i feel like as long as we are feeding our faith whether it's hanging around positive people or reading pop proverbs on a daily base or whatever it is that's um allowing us to gain more confidence mm-hmm. and um finding finding what we stand for mm-hmm. um Oh my god it happened again chiquita it's okay girl i'm sure it'll, it, <laughs> hey i'm sure it will come back but i understand yes yeah i do understand what you're saying like you definitely have to do your due diligence to yes to, to seek what what is fulfilling oh, with i was gonna say you'll start being okay with like for instance you like your book was amazing oh. i learned so much Thank like you. i can't believe you put that much in a book i was like <laughs> I was like, she wasn't afraid. <laughs> like, oh uh, yeah, very impressive. Like, you did such a good job, and I, I loved the vulnerability. Like, that's what I loved the most. I was very uh, and scared. Then very, getting very to scared. know you, mm-hmm. you know, getting to know you, you're, you're just, you're an absolute amazing person. So, yeah, um, the fact that you know, the, seriously, like reading the book showed a lot of vulnerability. Like, it exposed a lot. Um, but I, I, me, I love people. I love humans stories Mm -hmm. i love like where they've come from what they were doing back then who they are now right what got them there like i want to be all up in your business i love it right um so but what i'm saying is like when when we feed our faith and starve our fear we start to become comfortable with people being okay well okay we start to be we start to become comfortable 
with what people might think of us. Like you, you said, you know, people look at you and they're like, oh, you know, she's fit, you know, she's beautiful. She probably don't know nothing. And then you show them based on your knowledge and experience and whatever it is to get you to, you know, the expert in that field, um, you know, they get the hush mouth. So right. long story short, <laughs> yeah, long story short though is feeding your faith, it, it builds, it gives you a confidence of being okay with what people think. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the world is entitled to their own opinions. But me, uh, Lakeisha S. Morgan. Yes. And I, I do not, I, I value, I value people's opinions. I really do. Mm-hmm. And then I can still take it like, okay. Right. That's your opinion. Right. And it's not arrogancy. It's, um confidence it's based on like what i know yeah yeah it's confidence like especially if i'm experienced in something like if we're experienced in the same thing and this is what you're telling me based on your experience and i'm telling you based on my experience and test results from myself you are just entitled to your opinion right at that point and everybody is i tell people all the thing that i don't do i refuse is to argue with people and their opinions because right. everybody and their mama, daddy, no sister, brother has an opinion. And Correct. so if I disagree and I'm firm with what I feel, I will say very kindly and you are entitled to your opinion. Mm-hmm. And I leave it at that. There's right. no, nothing else to say because you have your stance. I have my stance. We can agree to disagree and move forward. Like, right. you know, that's, that's just my thing. Like, you can't control people's opinions. You can't control people's thoughts. People are going to do what they want to do. I mean, mm-hmm. look at what's going on in the world today. You don't think that man wanted to do what he did? And he accomplished it. You know what I'm saying? And he had help, too. It don't make it right. No. But we couldn't... What? What? If we would have tried to jump in, we would have got hurt, too. Right. You know? So it's just it just goes to show you that... You really can't control no one but yourself. And being that you can't control anyone but yourself, that's where you need to pour the majority of your energy into is yourself. Unless you have little kids, you pour some of that energy into them too so that you can mold them to be who they need to be and teach them also how to pour into themselves. Because I teach my boys that all the time. If my son, my, my youngest son, bless his heart, he loved to stare in the mirror. He said, mommy, I'm so handsome. I said, yes, you are. And I allow him to do that because I let him know, like, he's not full of himself. He has some insecurities. So I allow him to look in the mirror and say, mommy, I love how I look. I'm glad that you love the way you look. And he's still growing. Yeah. And it's a lot of people that pick on him because he's little for his age. And that's an insecurity for him because although he's 10, he could pass for a six-year-old. And people, he doesn't like that. So I let him pour into himself his own self-affirmations to make himself feel good about him. And that way, when other people try to tear him down, he's like, oh, I said I'm handsome. My mommy agreed with me, so I'm handsome. (laughs) You know? And and that may be little, but it could be something even bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you have to, um, as an individual... If you weren't taught that as a child to pour into right. yourself, you have to figure out how to do that. And that comes with self-love. You need to love yourself. You need to mm-hmm. figure out what it is about you that you absolutely love Yeah. and harp on it. Find what it is that you absolutely... Don't right. focus on what you don't like because it's very easy right. to pick out stuff it's you don't so like. It's so easy to default to the negative. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that's what you want to try to condition condition yourself not to do. And it's not easy, again, touching on that, that fear factor. It's mm-hmm. not easy. You may be afraid to do it. But once you accomplish it, anything with practice becomes a habit. And the right. more you do it, the easier it'll get. And it'll mm-hmm. be second nature to you after a while. Right. Um, yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, do you think that... Um, Because how we were saying that, well, how I was saying that I've heard from people when they say, oh, you know, my people don't support, like, I hear black people say, um, black people don't support black people or, you know, crazy stuff like that. But um, my question is, do you think, based on feeding our faith, do you think um, 
blacks and everyone protesting is a new form of feeding the faith not a new form but do you think it's um like feeding their faith that it'll cause some type of change yes in the system yes because take now why america not was, why not but america was built off of what's going on unfortunately it is it, so it, it, it that's 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 that and that's just my opinion it's true <laughs> yeah. i agree with that because if we don't protest it's almost like i'm gonna get back to if we don't protest but it's almost like if somebody does something to you you don't like you can't Mm -hmm. stand it oh you can't stand it but you don't say nothing how's that person to know that you didn't like it they're gonna keep doing it right? right so that's where this protesting we're tired of sitting quietly i mean i don't understand for the life of me and i like i have the hardest time wrapping my mind around this how with kaepernick kneeling during the national anthem how in the devil was that offensive and such a wrong act a lot of white people are like oh my gosh i can't believe he did that how in the world is that hurtful how he didn't do nothing because but get down their on- forefathers nobody saw what was happening it's, it's, I just, I can't wrap, I cannot wrap my mind around that to save my life. He didn't make yeah. a scene. He got down on one knee, took his hat off. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I really, and so now, okay, we've done now this we peacefully, this peacefully, this peacefully, but now you get it? It took mm-hmm. for this to happen for you to get it? He didn't what do happened nothing. during that time? I can't even remember what happened. Was that the Trayvon Martin thing? I believe it was. I believe yeah. that's, but he, I just, it was so calm and it was so delicate and so respectful, mm-hmm. but because we didn't, he didn't pledge to their flag because that's not our flag. I'm just going to call it what it is. That is yeah. not our flag. So because he didn't pledge to their flag, they have a big issue with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, now they're like, oh, I get it. You know, I was one of those who, you know, I would hear, see people post things like I was one that, you know, had an issue with. But why? Why? He was just stating that, you know, even though we and he because, you know, he was a star athlete. You know, he enjoys living in America. But there are times where the USA doesn't like him. Right. Right. There's a lot of times more than more than more than some. Yes more than some so that's what he was saying and yeah it it got all out of hand and now it took unfortunately um it took you know the whole george floyd it took it took that Mm -hmm. and how many years later how many years later right and then the thing is you know with that situation we were just talking about it was like one of those oh was he really Try to what was the kid doing? And unfortunately, a child lost his life. But now, with uh, the gentleman that just uh, you know passed away, um, that was p- basically done on national TV. You can just say because mm-hmm. somebody what had their phone, they recorded it. Right, and he and didn't. Pa- he didn't just pass away. He was killed. Let's call it like it is. Right. He didn't just pass away. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say he, he well, was suffocated. He was, yeah, yeah he was suffocated. Yeah. I, I yeah. believe in just calling things like it is, especially yeah, very true. especially in this day and age, because it, so many times people are sugarcoating what the real Trying situation. To be politically is. correct. Yeah, I don't have time for he that. Sees. <laughs> yeah, no, no politically correct on mm-hmm. on my show. We right. we call right. it how it is. All right. Like <laughs> the realness. Yes. Yes. Because I mean that's 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 the problem. Like everyone wants us to be politically correct and they want us to refrain from saying certain things and and then they tell us, "Oh, well, you're entitled to voice your opinion on platforms and things of that nature, but if you have a business, you need to take into consideration the fact that your business has your name attached to it." So basically, you're telling me that if I have a business, I can't speak my like, mind. Is that a threat? <laughs> I mean, if me speaking my mind is a problem because I have a business, then I don't need your support anyway because I don't right. want anyone supporting me who wants me to shut my mouth. Right. I'm sorry. I've been quiet for a long time and now is not the time. Yes. <laughs> not the time, just saying. <laughs> so, I think we had a really really good discussion. Um this yeah. was absolutely 
awesome i love the topic i love the dialogue and it was needed it really was needed a lot of people especially in this time they struggle um with faith and with fear like a lot of people are fearful one i mean we still dealing with this COVID 19 thing people are fearful to mingle and can i admit something yeah before we end like you said in the very beginning um feeding your faith is not the easiest thing Mm-mm. because for some reason our minds are just so there it's just comfortable with if we allow it to to default into the negativity right so i want to say though due to this covid 19 it gave me another push in feeding that faith yeah if that makes sense it does does. i'm like i'm going all in i'm being stronger i'm focusing only on only on you i'm seeking because to be honest when you just like really leave things in his hand and like seek you know i'm gonna say it seek god right yeah um you just seek god all things around you like nothing can't touch you right Right. Like, can't touch this, you know? Dang, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> so, that is, and, that is and really it, became, true. it got, you know, it was, it's become stronger mm-hmm. since. Mm-hmm. Um, because before, I might have still been like, oh, oh my God, you know? But now it's just like, I don't have the time or the energy mm-hmm. for this negativity. Right. I am not. I'm not entertaining this energy right. is what I call it. That's um, what it I'm is. I'm not going to entertain it. That's what it is. It's energy. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, it feeding that faith does pull you out of that comfort zone, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But it's the best uncomfortable feeling ever. Right. I just wanted to admit that I it's not easy. Mm-mm. I've just gotten stronger in the faith game. Yep. But I love it. Yeah, and you're not alone in that either. A lot of people, including myself, has had to sit back and reflect on decisions that they've made, moves they've made, and how they can do better. And if, I mean, my hope and my prayer is that people would come out of COVID-19 stronger, wiser, and more of a go-getter and a hard pusher versus, you know all the negativity and the fact that we're protesting right now and we're using the voices that God gave us and not allowing Mm -hmm. people to silence us anymore that in itself says a lot Mm -hmm. that in itself says a lot I believe that you know this minus the the rioting and the looting the protesting and the different moves it's gonna force us to come together and I'm praying that we will because Mm -hmm. I have I have a hard time, like, it's certain movies that I have a hard time watching just because um, it just puts me in that mindset of, like, a, 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 a box of how black people are, are looked at and how they feel stuck in that and not wanting to get out. And I don't like that a lot of the movies that we, that are like that, like the, the gang-banging movies and the those type of movies I mean I know that that happens you know in our community but I don't like that to be our like how people solely look at us if that right. makes sense and it happens in every community but it, for some reason the focus is on the, the black people exactly and that's that's the part that hurts my heart I have a mm-hmm. hard time watching movies like that because I in my mind I'm like we're better than that we are right. so much better. Like, that's not black America. <laughs> that is not. We're so much better than that. What about mm-hmm. the doctors and lawyers and the people that, you know, work hard to make things great and make our nation better? Like, why not focus on those things? Why right. only the black focus... entrepreneurs. Right. With small businesses that are thriving, mm-hmm. you know? So, I just want to close out and say that, you know anyone who is fearful in this time anyone who is struggling with overcoming any type of fear they may have whether it's speaking up starting a business you know um trying that new outfit on or trying that new fitness program whatever your fear may be i my prayer for you is that you will do that thing that you know your heart really wants to do and let don't let fear drive you right don't let fear drive you do you have any closing remarks you like to give i think you just said it um just continue starving that fear um and it's not easy like we mentioned like 
if you look at the news or you, if you have to look at the news um, or you're for some reason, you know, always around negativity, you know, start separating yourself. Right. Um, separating yourself is a form of starving the fear. Exactly. Um, when you separate yourself from that fear, that's a separation is a form of feeding into that faith. Yes. You know, believing that there is more hope. Right. Um, whatever you can get condition the mind, the body and the soul, whatever you just can condition yourself to believe in is how your life uh, will start to manifest into if that makes sense it does it really does mm-hmm. and you know I really really thank you for coming on and being a guest today um, thanks for inviting me oh of course, of course. <laughs> like we say we gotta support each other right yes right yes yeah. so absolutely I thank you so so much and for all of my listeners out there watchers whatever it is I want to say thank you so so much for your support and I hope and pray um, that this episode was a blessing to you and that you got something out of it but until next time Chiquita Nicole Speaks is out